Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the final form. But wait, it's time for a new form. Hyper Battle! A new show brought to you by the Jedi Dropouts. I am your host, Mitchell, and what is Hyper Battle? Well, I wanted to talk about Japanese shows and movies that are performed with these humans, not drawings or computer-made, but with flesh and blood. And I'm going to start where I started with uh, live-action Japanese. Common Writer Double. Let's get this show started. Alright, Common Rider Double. Actually, huh, this is a show about teamwork and partners. You know what? I should get myself a partner. Or kidnap one, like I already did. How the hell did you do that? Um, Rider Kick? Yeah, best explanation I'm probably going to get out of this. Alright, introduce yourself, please. Hi, I am Saul. You might recognize me if you follow a small channel. Probably not, guaranteed. But I'm one of the hosts for Tricking Chaos. That's right. This is a crossover as well as a spin-off. Bet uh, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I figured I'd invite uh, Soul to my... Well this pilot of a spinoff because we we want to do a counter in his podcast so let's return the favor and bring him here and start sharing our co-hosts because sharing is caring yeah all right so shall we explain what common writer is I think that'd be the best place to start off over on this side, because in fact we did that with our cro previous crossover on my channel. <laughs> uh, Common Rider started in 1971. Yeah, it's old people, but it's it still is. a grand thing. Um, it's huge. I mean, Common Rider has so much influence in Japanese. <laughs> it's hard to explain what it's not a part of. All right. I guarantee everyone who wants to, listens to Jedi Dropouts knows what Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is. So, what Kamen Rider is, is the big... I like the granddaddy to that. Yeah, it, it came first, and some of its ideas developed into Super Sentai, which we re-edited and acted over to make uh, Power Rangers. So, yeah... And we yeah, you know the basic premise of uh, either an ordinary person, a secret agent, some of that nature, gains powers far beyond a normal person in order to defend the human race. Yeah. Kamen Rider is the child of Shito, Shotoro Ishinomori, who I've mentioned a few times in Final Form. He is the biggest comic creator like, he has made more comics than any single person. And one of my top favorite enemies, Psychopaths. Uh, no, he didn't really? make... Th he was dead way before Psycho... That's the Genbu. Genbu was oh, the writer. Apologies. Ishinomori made Cyborg 009. Oh, that one I liked as well. Yeah. Um, Kakaider. Love that one. Uh, Zubat. Not the Pokemon. <laughs> Not familiar with that one. Um, same era. Uh, Sentai, Kamen Rider, Skullman. Um, he's done work for Nintendo. I've got a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past manga that was in Nintendo Power that we got. It is glorious. Wait, he, that was made by him? Yeah. Damn. Old, for the old Nintendo Power, he drew the Link to the Past comic. 
I gotta check that back. That was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I got that for Christmas a couple years ago. It's beautiful. He has a very rough art style, very minimalistic, kind of basic. Like, when you think manga, you think heavy details, heavy black lines. His is more simplistic, but it works. It depends on what you're drawing that make it work or not. Yeah. He has a very strong philosophy that shows up in a lot of his work, which is just because evil makes a power does not mean the power is evil. The original common writer was a dude kidnapped by a Hydra-like group to make a super soldier. When they made him, he rebelled and fought them for the truth, justice, in the Japanese way. And because he looks cool on a bike. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the rider in common rider means they ride motorcycles. I would just like to mention this, just in case no one is 100% sure. Common means mask. Yep. So the rough translation would be mask rider. Yep. Which, if you remember Power Rangers, wasn't there a show called Masked Rider? That actually was... A, a butchered version of what it originally supposed to be. Yeah, that was their attempt to bring over Kamen Rider Black RX, which was older than, than Zudanger, which is what we made into Mighty Morphin. Which, to be fair, I did watch some of the uh, RX Black. Mm. Oh my god, did they do a terrible job of cre- recreating that for us? And the funny thing is, Black RX is not a well-loved writer show. <laughs> No, but compared to what we got, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the entire plot of Masked Rider pulled right out of their ass. Yeah, um, do you want me to give a brief description of that? Because I remember that because that was horrible shit. Uh, save it for a Black RX or Masked Rider episode. Fair enough. we want to talk about Common Rider Double. Now, uh, here's the confusing thing. If you don't understand this and you just read the title, you're going to read this as Common Rider Double. W. 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 Yes, it yeah, sometimes I'm it's... Re- double when I read it. It's kind of... Yeah. What's my habit at this point? The Japanese will abbreviate double with a W, but they'll sometimes write out double the full word for the show. So it flip-flop-flops between, you know, whatever dubber, subber is going yeah. out there. Um... Kamen Rider Double is where I started with Kamen Rider. And because I started, I dragged this guy into it. And uh, I don't regret a single moment of it. Yeah, I'm going to tell the funny story of why I watched Kamen Rider. It was back in college. It was during the heyday of the My Little Pony Brony days. I was talking to a guy in, in my dorm, and I said, I don't understand why everyone is obsessed with this pony show. He's got upset at me, dragged me up to his room, forced me to watch the first episode, and I stared there blankly bored, and right before I left, after saying, okay, I watched it, I'm not amazed, I want to go, hey, what's that icon on your screen? Oh, that? Oh, that's a uh, common writer. You wouldn't like that. I don't know. That that suit looks pretty cool. I mean, it's two different colors. What is that? And he relented and was guaranteed that I wouldn't like the show. I watched it, handed him a flash drive, and go, "Give me all of it." Didn't look. Funny back. enough, I semi had the same experience as M did, but on a different scale. Hmm. After M got into this, he decided to look up on Wiki because some information is not as well translated or as readily available to us in the United States or Canada or wherever. And he linked me to the site to show me a couple of the suits, and that's where I got involved because I kind of like the designs of some of the suits for the Common Riders. Oh, yeah. These suits are generally amazing. Like, they're not... Power Ranger single color spandex. They are usually made of leather with hard stormtrooper like plastic throughout parts of it. Because they have one main character, they can put a bit more money in the suit. 
And now that's not to say some of them don't have side riders that have also amazing suits. Yeah, but no, generally the budget for a single suit versus a five five suits to seven or eight. Yeah, one suit's gonna look way better, which mm. is. Not a fault to Sentai. They're making a team, and you want a team to have a general flow to them and a consistency that you can recognize who they are, just yeah. what color they are. You don't want to just get conv- three or four teams confused. So, one team should look like a solid team. Shouldn't easily be confused with last year or next year's team. But a common writer always stands out. Unless they're homaging in an older one. Which is always nice and always amazing whenever they do it, I will oh, say that. Oh, God, yes. And they even go I... back and retroactively make new old writers. And I love that. And I will say this one. Common Writer, by every definition I can think of, is a legacy worthy of the title Legacy. Mm-hmm. It is just that awesome. Every year, there's a new writer. They pass the torch to the new guy. Sometimes their own continuity. Like, the old ones will not show up at all until, like, a special or a movie. Other times, the new writer will just show up in the in the current show, save the day, talk to the, new, the current writer, and go, I'm your replacement. <laughs> My show now, starts in four weeks. That is the, I think, would be the one major weakness of Common Rider as a whole series when they do yeah. that. Because these universes do not align properly. When they try, they make more plot holes. When they don't, there's a plot hole. It's but at the same time, I don't give a shit. No, <laughs> they I don't pull the yeah. They, they don't pull the Marvel of every single superhero is in New York City. It's generally, I am also in some nondescript Japanese city, but not yours, my own. <laughs> yeah, at some point, you're either going to have, like, five riders in each city, or just a different universe. It's... I mean, they pulled the... It's still a growing number. They pulled the DC and invent new cities, and it's... You know. But, uh, speaking of invented city, we'll back to Double. Um, what's the plot of Double? It's a detective show. With superpowers! Yeah, Which... Yeah. That's never. Whenever you give anything superpowers, it usually tends to be a better show. Yeah, adding superpowers is like adding ninjas or adding cheese or giant robots or robots in general. Yeah. So we follow Shotaro, uh, Hidari Shotaro. Yes, he's named after Kamen Rider's creator because he passed away several years before the show, and in honor, they named the main character after him. And Shotaro has a partner named Philip. These are our two main characters, and together, they make Commander Double. Well, what I mean by that, one is the body, one is the mind. But the body also still thinks. It's this weird kind of thing where it's kind of, I, kind of more led towards more like possessing someone. Yeah. The closest thing I can think of is the DC superhero Firestorm. Where yes. Yeah, a, a smart person gives powers to a jock-like person, and the two work together with the smart person being like a Jiminy Cricket. Now I'm just picturing a ghostly image of Philip's head hovering over <laughs> Shoto's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And just talking nonstop. He does that. I love yeah. Philip. Yeah, Philip is quirky, unique, and quirky. Philip is that cliche main character with amnesia, but with weird quirky powers and no social interaction capabilities at the start. Well, he was kidnapped from an evil lab, so oh, I'm not saying he doesn't have reasons for it. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. when you first meet him, you don't know any of this. No, but. Uh... The two of them solve crimes in the city of Futo, because that's where they live. And Shotaro hates when people in his city cry. He loves his city to insane patriarchal levels. I mean... He's also half-boiled. The term should be (laughs) soft-boiled. 
What the hell is hot half boiled? Yeah, Shotaro wants to be a hard boiled grim detective. He ain't. No. He tries. But he's better not being, I think. Yeah. But he is a damn good detective. He but... is the person who tries to act like he doesn't wear his heart on his sleeve. <laughs> but it's and there. Fails miserably. <laughs> but that leads to him saving the day way better. Now, don't get me wrong. He is very observant and yep. puts he's got, things together so that people don't even notice. Yeah, he's got all, all the makings for a good detective. Just not a hard-boiled one. No. And he's not quite there yet. He's a young adult. He's not, you know, he hasn't got his nose to the pavement for 40-plus years. He's just a former detective's assistant bumped up to full-fledged detective. And I think we'll explain that part in a moment. I think we yeah. should get on. Let's we yeah. So they're superheroes. What do they fight? Well, this is where it gets a little complicated. Yeah, the organization they fight is called Museum. That is a weird name for yeah, a group. It's of not the first title you think of when the organization comes around. No, you think of like. Mythical Monsters, Hydra, or League of Assassins. But Museum? It's like, we must get the museum! Okay. Uh, which one? It's, no, it's, the it's, evil organization museum. It's oh. open. The museum is open from 9am to 5pm. No, not that one. Oh, wait. Well, there's one open till 6. Isn't there a base in a museum? I don't know. That's good cover, though. Yeah. Uh, but what what is museums evilness. They make... Superpower uh, drugs. It's the best way of wording it. Yeah, but here's the thing. They're actually used like old school flash drives, like the really bulkier really? ones that, yep. are the, that are actually in the palm of your hand. Yep. And they're called Gaia Memories. What they are is the memory of the planet, which is condensed into a flash drive, you inject it into your arm, and all that memory becomes like a body for you. Like, if you get the memory of T-Rexes, you can turn into a giant T-Rex because you've got the the plant's memory of the T-Rexes. I would just like to say that the injection point is not always in the arm. No, it can be... It is randomized, and that just leads to so many questions. Yeah, and it's pretty clever, because the injection port is obvious. So, if the police know you have an injection tattoo on you, they're going to find you, realize, oh, yeah, hey, you're one of those dopants, which is what they call people who use the memories. So, yeah, just take your shirt off, and we'll see if you're a dopant. Because you can't hide this. So now, if you here's... Yeah, if you can do a clever place to hide the tattoo, it's easier to get away with it. And some people just don't care. Yeah, some people really do not care. They've got. Oh, you want to arrest me? In T Rex, I will fuck you up. Yeah, it's just a quick stab, transform. You've got superpowers. Wreck shit up. Now here's the little clutch, Philip and Shotaro. Also use Gaia memories. Yeah, but they use it in a slightly different manner. They use more refined Gaia memories, and what's referred to as a driver. That's the device common writers technically use to transform. And most of them, not all, but like I would say, like ninety-eight percent, it's always a belt. Yeah, very rarely is it not a belt. Sometimes the belt is alive. Yeah. But usually, 98% of the time, it is a belt that is the henshin device. Yeah. Henshin means transform. Yeah. Well, henshin means living to transform. Henke means, like, well, transformers. When they transform uh, yeah. from car to robot, they say, Henke! Japanese language. I'm a nerd. <laughs> oh, no, I'm learning. Uh, I, I found this out because there's a Transformers toy line called Henke. So it's Transformers Henke, and that's basically Transformers Transform. Makes sense to me. It does, but it's... Could you imagine that it being a toy line in, uh, in uh, Walmart? Meh. Anyway, um, so 
museum is spreading these Gaia memories around. Philip and Shotaro use their powers to combine to fight the monsters, because guns don't work. The police are way out of their league. Yeah. And, and they kind of keep a secret identity. Like, they keep Philip under wraps, because he's wanted by museum. Because of his own unique power, which is... Philip can... Okay, if the guy memories are memories of the Earth, Philip can go to the library where these memories are technically stored. Yeah. By and giving he has he... access to all the information on everything, except himself. Yep. There's a few things that he can't access. They're either traumatic, or the library itself is blocking him, or someone more powerful is blocking him. Uh, in order to use his power, you have to give him... narrow it down. So, Philip will be in, the, in their warehouse, and Shotaro will go looking for clues, and he'll come back to Philip saying, okay, the killer dropped a heart-shaped necklace, they've got cold skin, and they tend to destroy a lot of newly built buildings, so he'll put these three clues together, narrow down his search, and go, this person or this company is tied to these three things. Yeah, kind of like Google search. The more information you give it, the more the yeah. more narrow information you'll get. And that's Shotaro's job. He's got to narrow down the clues. You know, if they ever make a new search engine, it's just, just called Philip. <laughs> Ask Philip. There you go. What are happened to Ask Jeeves? Ask Philip. <laughs> yeah, that's the general idea. Uh, someone uses a guy memory to commit crimes or hurt people, whatever. Uh, Shotaro gets hired by Joe Schmo on the street to find who did this or where their loved one went missing to, and he'll go hit the streets, talk to his connections, which he's got a lot of connections, and a lot of them are quirky and funny and make nah. sense. Nah. <laughs> Santa that Chan. is a reference to a running gag in the show. Well, not a running gag to the last episode that me and Soul have made into a running gag between us. <laughs> um, but yeah, and once he gets clues from crime scenes and witnesses and his, the people he knows who were involved with gossip and just generally, we, you know, you know, people who just want information on their own, he'll give that to Philip. Philip will narrow it down. They'll try and confront the criminal. They'll get, either get away or their clues were wrong, so they have to start over. It's a one monster for two episodes, generally is the formula. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the meat of the, of the content, but yeah. the major thing that a lot of people stay for and what I kind of find well-developed is the main characters and the side characters. Yeah. It's not the writer, the monsters, well, some of the monsters and the humans and the yeah. human cells, but it's the interactions of not just the fighting, but the interaction of the people. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you need good um, actors, side characters, yeah. actors, that kind of thing. And so that brings us up to the other people that are actually in the show. Yeah. Now, the, Philip and Shotaro are our main characters. There are two mm -hmm. other really important characters. One of them is also a common writer. He's a solo writer. Ryu... Tiru? We just call him. We just call him Ryu. He's Kamen Runner Axel. Ugh. We have mixed feelings about Axel. I don't dislike him. When I first watched the show, I really didn't like him, but he's grown on me. Plus, other writer characters has made me look back with him with a fondness. I'm looking at you, Ride. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I will give. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Is that. He at least has character development, mm -hmm. but and, his suit and <laughs> some of his actions, I can't... Yeah, we, we praise the writer suits, but every now and then you can get a dud, and his is a dud. Now, if you if you look at this up and you like the suit, more power to you. This oh, is God, kind of personal yes. opinion on that one. But 
Okay, every, most commentators have a bike. He is his bike. No, that could be an interesting thing if done right. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's no. pretty subpar TV CGI. Mm -mm. I mean, I've seen worse. I've seen worse done this year. Bull. Now, if you look at Shotaro and Phillips' suit, it's two different colors. One, one side, one side is, on the other side. Yeah, the uh, right side is Philip. The golds. The left side is Shotaro's. The three. Uh, they. They both have three powers. Technically, Philip has four. Uh, Philip has cyclone, heat, Luna, and. Oh, sorry, I have my toys with me. Yeah, I, I bought the toys for the show. I only have one so far. Yeah, uh, but he has... Those are his three powers. These three he combines with uh, Shotaro, when Shotaro is the body. Shotaro has... Which is not comedy-based, it's kung-fu-based. It's, it's kind of like the wild card when you're playing poker. Yeah, Shotaro is constantly referred to in the show as a wild card because he was not part of anyone's plans. He just yeah, shows up, he... does the right thing, and people are like, how'd you do that? Kind of like what Spider-Man does whenever he shows up to a party. Yeah, uh, Shotaro's other powers are... And... Metal and Trigger, I love those two. Uh, metal gives like him metal a... metal because he uses a staff. Yeah, and it makes him, obviously, tougher. And Trigger gives him a ranged weapon. But he prefers hand-to-hand -hand combat because he has a much better use of Joker. So, yeah, you rely on what you're stronger with. Philip prefers Cyclone. It's wind powers. Heat is obviously blasts of heat. Lunar is Mr. Fantastic combined with illusions. Stretchy, but, stretchy. But when we combine these powers, like Trigger and Lunar gives them homing shots. Yeah, they can do a whole lot of things with that. That's one of the fun things about this yeah. show. Uh, Lunar and Metal gives them a whip made of metal to whack people with. <laughs> whack, whack, uh, whack, whack. Uh, Heat and metal they combine together gives their rod like flame powers and it, it's one of their more powerful attacks I find. Mm -hmm. And their most common form is Cyclone Joker, the green, green, green black, which is a reference to Kamen Rider Black RX, who the actor who plays Shotaro is the biggest fanboy of Black and Black RX, and <laughs> I. Just want to see his face when he was told, "You're gonna be a comic writer." He has black and green colors. <laughs> and they we're still hear that squeak till this day. <laughs> yeah, and there's one other power which is Soul and Mind's favorite from this show. Well, not my favorite, but my favorite from the main cast, Fang. It's a <laughs> guy memory that's in a robot that's programmed to protect Philip. When they use and this does the opposite effect. Yeah. Philip is the body. Shotaro is the brain. However, Fang is a berserker. Yeah. At first, they can't control it. Shotaro is just screaming in the back of Philip's head, Stop! Stop! And this has parts to do with Philip's amnesia and hesitation and... Just the general power of Fang. Fang is yeah. raw strength. And Philip's not physically strong, so he can't really contain this power. But glorious. through the power of friendship and self-confidence, things kind of work themselves out in that. Yeah, this is the one show I don't get pissed off about. Friendship is the true key! <laughs> Damn, Mickey, what are you doing here? <laughs> he, he's always there for, for friendship and good messages. Eh... God, now I but, hope Disney buys <laughs> those so we can get, like, Avengers meet Kamen Rider. That would be amazing. All I can picture is uh, Kamen Rider V3 and Spider-Man hanging out. There's an old image of Japanese live-action Spider-Man and Kamen Rider V3 teamed up. And I want that to be another thing. All I can picture now is Tony Stark trying to scan every rider he comes across. <laughs> 
and yep. then try to make a belt to contain his armor. Just yep. to be that guy. Yep. And Commander One beating the crap out of Captain America for being an idiot. Alright, let's save that for later. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the other character we have not mentioned who is a recurring... Ep- every episode she's in, she's the uh, female lead. <sighs> Look, I'm just going to say this right now. I have nothing against female leads. No, 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 no. But this one is just cringeworthy to mm-hmm. the extreme. There's also a running gag Soul has with her. At one point, there's a Dolpont with powers to control puppets, and a puppet is chasing her, and what does she do, Soul? She kicks it! And throws it! And literally dominates the doll, but is still terrified of the goddamn thing. If you can kick the thing's ass, I don't see how it's a threat. No, it's not. It is not. It doesn't even, like creepy marionette stalker. It obviously... It doesn't even Chucky run after her, either. It's no. not like... It's plain as day following her. It's... Hi! <laughs> and it just does that. It just shows up, screams, and people are terrified. It's not like it, you're you're fast asleep, you get up to use the washroom, turn on the light, and it's on your vanity. No, no it's just... this thing's, like, literally alive and moving. It gets his ass handed to it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, what's her name again? I, oh, uh, hold on a second. I can. Yeah, look it up. Um, she, her, she owns the um, detective agency. It was her father's when he passed away. She got the ownership of the building. She wants to shut down the detective agency. Akiko Na- Narumi. Narumi? Yeah, Narumi. Narumi. Because I remember Narumi. That's their. That's the original detective. He was. Yeah, shook. I do apologize, folks. I cannot pronounce half this shit for the life of me. No, no. Neither one of us are going to get these names right 100% of the time. Um, oh, it, she's also their landlady. God damn it. Yeah, she's, she's their landlady and their boss and their resident bitch. Well, I get the landlady thing and the building was passed down there, but how the hell is she their boss? Because she's the one paying all the electricity bills. Because they're not a very good detective in C. <laughs> Jojo Philip, you have my condolences. Yeah. But, after a while, she does come to respect Kamen Rider Double. She does not show Shotaro any respect. And how many times does he save her butt? Too many. Yeah. <sighs> Look, I get it. You do not like his personality. That's fine. But he's a goddamn superhero. Cut him some slack. Um, I guess we should actually explain the father at this point. Their father, or the father of uh, the landlady, and he, it, most people just refer to him as boss. He is Common Rider Skull. He was the hero in the city before all and the other Common Riders. Quite- the actual hard-boiled detective we yeah. came to find. He was grizzled, uh, a neglective father, but for all the right reasons. He has a small movie special, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Kamen Skull is a reference to Skull Man, a manga bo- that uh, was made before Kamen Rider by the creator of Kamen Rider. And Kamen Skull is my favorite suit Period. It's, Mine is five, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. It's a solid black suit with silver ribs on the chest, a silver skull face, a white scarf, and a white fedora, and that's the suit. Mm-hmm. And it basically it, it, Batman's in a fight. I it, like the suit. See, I like the simple and effective suits, yeah, and this so, is one of them. Yeah. This suit strikes terror into his enemies. I am Skull. Um, he's the one who started a, um, the, the, the fight cut, um, catchphrase. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it is in Japanese, but before he defeats someone, he tells them to count up their sins. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that in Japanese either. Uh, no, I can't remember off the top of my head. I used to be able to do it in English, uh, Japanese. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Don't, don't bring it up, that's just too much. Ahead. Um, but... Yeah, as uh, Shotaro's teacher, he handed down the agency to him when he got gunned down by like a helicopter to save Philip because that was his last job. He was saving Philip for a friend, 
and he named him Philip after a, another detective character in a fictional story who does the pretty much the same thing as Philip, never leaves his studio and has other people get clues for him and brings it back. Think of a lazy Sherlock Holmes. You know, that actually would be a good pilot for Netflix. Yeah, I would watch that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, is that, wait, is that technically just L? That would be L, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, a- anyway. Uh, th- yeah, um, the mysteries in this show are not, like, great. Groundbreaking, no. no. Uh, Murder, She Wrote has way better <laughs> mysteries. Now, I don't know if that's because we see what the hell's going on. Yeah. Or if it's just that obvious and it's just TV show. There's that's a, not focusing on being a mystery show. There's a handful of uh, surprise plot twists that are not M. Night Shyamalan's plot twists. There's actual generally, huh, that makes more sense. Did not think of that, yeah. though. But I'm not sure which end it goes on. But either way, you're still enjoying it. So it's kind of like, yeah. I'll forgive it. Yeah. And like It's not meant to be a detective show per se. It's a detective. But it's got a detective theme to it. Yeah, it's a detective themed superhero. Yeah. So we're you're not getting into oh who killed such and such with the wrench. <laughs> yeah. Deep here. But at the same time, they do enough to show that Shotaro and Philip are smart cookies. Competent. Yeah. That yeah, when they're there on the too ca- many detective shows where the detective's incompetent, and they still somehow get out on top. Do you? Um, CSI Miami. And I would like to bring up a random character that's still my favorite, Santa Chan. Oh yeah, uh, one of the uh, informants uh, Shotaro has is a guy named Santa Chan. He's just this dude who walks around usually in Hawaiian shorts, a Santa jacket, Santa hat, and just hands out random gifts. Not in a creepy way, but more in a I'm quirky and eccentric. He, and they, he pulls it off exceedingly well. Yeah. And I first they thought he was like homeless. <laughs> and then but, you find out at the end at the end of the series he owns a pet shop. Yeah. And that he's uh, you know, he walks around town helping out people and he hears things. So Shotaro goes, Hey, have you heard any rumors about the mysterious bug man? Well, and he will probably have some sort of information in their present. And sometimes that present has useful things that Jotaro needs. Yeah, he once gave him a deck of cards, and turns out that was a necessary win to beat a uh, Dolpon obsessed with greed. Mm-hmm. I think it was the gold Dolpon? I think it was. Yeah. They played Old Maid. <laughs> You'd expect poker in a detective themed show. But when you find out what they're actually playing, you just can't help but to giggle. Yeah. This show also has a lot of good sense of humor. Um, There's one time they're trying to get into a club where only models are allowed in, and Shotaro's actor is a model in Japanese, so... Yeah, I I, I was just going to go on a small tangent, not to cut you off. Oh, yeah. But every common writer to date, I believe, except I think for the original, has either been a singer... A model, both, or a stunt or, actor. Uh, yeah, stunt actor. That's where the first one came. I believe. I think he was. Yeah, the first one was actor. like a stunt actor. Uh, the first commentator we would probably know best as Segeta Shanshiro. If you don't know who that is, just look up <laughs> Japanese Sega Saturn commercials and look for the Karate Guy. <laughs> that now guy, I'm just sad they never did that. A crossover was. Common Rider and Sega Saturn. That probably would have sold better. Uh, they referenced it a lot in the Sega Saturn. Like, they firmly... It, it, Sega Sanchoro had a minigame collection, and lots of them are Common Rider-based. <laughs> but he doesn't henchin. He just stays in his karate gi beating the crap out of Common Rider monsters. Well, Sega Sanchoro does not need to henchin. No. Uh, but yeah, um... Like I said, the humor in this show is really good. It's not... Now, there might be small bits that go over your head because of the Japanese culture. Yeah, but it's... slapstick is slapstick. Yeah. Timing is good timing. Plus, if you get a trans, if you get a good enough translator, yeah. it, you can still catch on pretty quickly. Um, for translations, I recommend TV Nihon. They do very literal translations, but they do a really good thing. When a character talks and they're not on screen, they give them a color. Like, if Philip is talking, they tend to give him green. 
So you know, okay, Philip's not on screen, but he's the one talking. Okay, I'm not that confused. And sometimes, while they're literal, they also realize that just because it's literal doesn't mean that's the way it's going to be yep. interpreted. They also leave in suffixes, but for a while, they'll, they'll give you a translation of what the suffixes mean or what this word they don't translate means. Like, I've heard Henshin so many times when I watch as a sub that there's Henshin written as transform. I just look at it confused like, what? Oh, right. That's what it literally means. Go back yeah. to Henshin. <laughs> that sounds better. Well, it's also uh, good education for little kids. Teach what some words mean. Yeah, <laughs> I was on a bus drive once watching this show and a kid was watching over my shoulder. He's like, ooh... This is more epic than Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, another thing about... Okay. Sentai is usually more mature than Power Ranger. Kamen Rider is usually more mature than Sentai. So, don't feel like this is a kiddie show. It can be at times, but it's generally more of a... Early teen to all ages, I want to say. Yeah. That's what I get from some. There are a handful that are baby's first common writer. Forze. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Where did that come from? <laughs> now, here's where also. Now, you might have to ask this: What is a hero without his supervillains? Yeah, uh, museum is the group, and they've got higher ups. What they most episodes is a guy memory dealer sells a guy memory to someone who is pissed off at the world and then go nuts they want data from how people use these superpowers because they're going to sell these to an even bigger organization to make super soldiers to take over the world and you know so, sooner or later that evil organization's got to start coming back I hope they do yeah, they uh, and anyway they um but after the Kamen Rider keeps foiling, you know, Joe Schmo with superpowers, they start getting pissed off that, hey, we're not getting full data. This superhero keeps ruining our shit. All right, bring out the big guns. Then they start sending out assassins, and their own high elite start fighting them. And then we find out that it's one family in charge of museum, and they're in fighting and using the Kamen Rider's distractions to you know, f gain ground with each other. And you find out that Spoilers. these people have a connection to Philip. Yeah. Philip, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you want, don't want spoilers, stop now. Spoilers, spoilers. He's their brother. Son, brother. Yeah. But no matter who you're talking about in the family. Yeah, but he's the youngest of the family. And yeah, there's a whole origin into that, and it's not deep, but... No. It's not going to make you think about everything deeply, but when you, if you get attached to these characters, finding out that he's connected to the bad guys kind of hurts you. Yeah. That he could do way better than these jackasses. Like, And he still tries to save them. Yeah, because he wants his family, and he knows they were good at one point, but all this power went straight to their heads. Yep. And after a while, they beat Museum. The company that was in charge of Museum, Foundation X. Like, that sounds like an evil organization. What a shocker. <laughs> uh, I like that joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> uh, they show up for us the final villain, and the final TV villain, well, true, there's one episode post this guy, but the final Dolpont we really see is Utopia, who goes around stealing people's faces to piss off Shotaro and Philip, so they fight him because he can whoop them. He already whooped them. <laughs> but, yeah, this show has one movie and two spin-off movies. They're like a full-length movie and two short movies. And I love the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Guy Memories uh, A to Z involves a new Kamen Rider, Kamen Rider Eternal. Who... And I love that suit. It's 
an inverse of skull. It's a all-white suit with some highlights and a long black cape. And for his weapon, it's a tiny combat knife, which... I'm not big in the case, but he pulls it off well. Yeah, yeah. Because he uses his cape to distract his knife slices. Like, he's going to slice high, slice low. That's another thing we did not mention. The wire foo and just general stunt work the show does. There's, I'd also like to praise the CGI on a lot of this, yeah, too. There's CGI fights. Some of them are horrendous. I'd like to point out that the bike for Ghost was horrendous. Yeah, a lot of them are horrendous. But most of the time, they're good enough to get you through it. So you're I want to say about 85% of the time, that it's at least pretty solid. Yeah, it's generally solid. It's... Uh, Not at, wowing, but... Yeah. At best, it's almost movie level when they use it right. At worst, it's early 90s CGI. Oh. But, on average, it's good quality TV CGI for the year it came out. They've been using CGI for... Since 2003, I want to say? No, wait, uh, 2002. 2002. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. And they only do it for improbable things like flying motorcycles. Guy turns into a giant, hideous monster that physics would have a nightmare with. Uh, underwater combat. You're not filling that with a camera and <laughs> for those suits. <laughs> those sports stunt actors. But generally, they like to keep it human to human. But some of the costumes are ridiculous, like rubber giant T Rex. Yeah, some head. of those costumes that I, like this was Power Rangers shame trying to move in some of those costumes. Yeah, and but some of them are really well designed and uh, very creative. Yeah, really creative. They all tend to have a theme each season, or at least a common motif for every monster. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of the combat in this movie is. Well, that movie, uh, TV show, is really good. Uh, some people complain it's too much wire foo. If you don't know what that means, it's basically stunt actor is attached to wires to allow them to do big flips, big long kicks, hover in the air for a while. It looks kind of bad at times, but I think the action in Double is one of the better parts of the show. I think they pull it off well for what it is. There are counters with better choreography, I think. Like, Doubles is really good. That's the thing. I can't think of anything in Double that I consider bad. I can think of, oh, this show did it better than Double, but they didn't do... I think that's the problem, is as a whole, Double is mediocre. I think where it really shines is the the character interactions. Yeah, uh, what Double does, in my opinion, is it does every part of its show good to above average, which, when you put it all together, makes it a rock-solid show. There are other commentator shows that may have better characters, but worse action or plots. Or, this one has a really good plot, characters are stupid, and the suits are stupid, but the combat's okay. So it makes it worse than Double, but you, someone said, oh, I like this show more because I f- love the Yeah, plot. I kind of had that itch with Fies. I like yeah. the characters, I like the suits, the story and intelligence just ain't there, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, what else should we mention about this show? Uh, well, here's the here's something I would like to mention for Double, because you brought it up for what I think is important about the suits. Hmm. A lot of the newer season, I think, what are they, the Heisei series riders? Yeah. They have multiple suits. Yeah. Or multiple forms. Yeah, since the... And, the, the um, one of the problems with Kamara, which I will not argue with, I'm guilty of it, is it's a toy show. And I understand it. That's fine. You gotta make money to keep the show going, get a budget, yeah. and get people more involved. That's fine. But at its, it's not like anybody's holding a gun to your head and saying, buy this toy! Yeah, but at its worst, it feels like they're doing more toys than shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a common problem with people have with Kamara Ghost. I can't argue that, but I liked Ghost so much I didn't care. Yeah, Ghost was more entertaining, and it just... Yeah. It wasn't putting, like, four different pieces on the one guy to sell a toy. 
the people will say it was, but that's our suspension of disbelief is different than most people's. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, double has multiple forms, and these forms have different combos. Uh, Commander Axel has different forms. Uh, then there's a pure solid upgrade for double. Now, I'm fine with the multiple forms and the multiple yeah. abilities and combinations. Yeah, That's it may, fine. Yeah, it, not everything can be beaten with the same weapons. Like, if you fight a super-fast flying guy with your fists, um, to quote one of my favorite comics, have you ever tried to punch a bird? doesn't work very now, well. Here's but the thing. if you have a gun... It's yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, but if someone gets close when you have a gun, now your gun's pretty much useless then... Let's hit them with yeah, a isn't stick. there like, like a seven-step rule or something with yeah. that? seven-step rule. If you are seven steps in f- close to a person, their gun can be rendered useless. If you know what you're doing, anyway. Yeah, and if you have super speed and superhuman strength, you need to know less. Yeah, but here's my point. It's They have multiple forms, multiple uses. Some riders actually start using older common rider abilities and forms, which is fine as a... Um, yeah, I don't want to insult it, but it's a gimmick and the end result. But doing that, it feels like just less emphasis on the actual suit to me. Yeah. This is where a show like Five shined to me because the suit didn't change like Shotro or. Yeah, every uh, part of Five is a natural progression to his suit. It was. Like it, the suit itself transformed. And yeah, it wasn't a whole new suit in general. But. No. Um, but it made that suit to me feel more special. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of different. Uh... Oh, I forgot. I forgot the train of thought I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm doing that thing again. I'm saying, but uh, but uh, yeah. But, but short, double does have one form that is unique to it, and that is his ultimate form that every rider has, like the the end all yeah. most powerful form they're gonna have, and. He literally kind of pulls open the middle of his suit yeah. and has like a crystal center in between the black and green. It's called Cyclone Joker Extreme. And, and it is just a glorious image. Watch him just pull that open. Like how okay. he gets in this show is glorious too. All right. The way our double works is when they combine, Shotaro is the body and Philip collapses as his brain is transferred to the, the form. So his body is just laying on the ground. Earning There's gag. a lot of jokes about that, Yeah, yes. of someone trying to catch his body, he collapses. Or uh, when Shotaro is the brain, they go to catch Philip, and then Shotaro falls. And she's like, whoops. And then when they see it coming, they still don't catch him. Yeah, but uh, when they go Cyclone Joker Extreme, they decide to take the latency out by putting two guys into one suit. So there's no delay in Philip's ability to think and process data. So he's able to look at the Dolphin and go, ah, I know this Dolphin. It's weak to sonic vibrations. Let's activate our weapon, set the frequency to this, and shatter. How'd you do that? <laughs> I'm smart enough. And on the other side, there's no latency with Shotaro's fighting capabilities. Yeah, he doesn't have to wait for Philip to respond or come up with this, and they're at such a high sync rate that they just work together. That was the problem. At first, when they got this power, they were not syncing up right. Philip was giving way too much mental energy and Gaia memory that Shotaro's body was shorting out, and it was impossible to do. But once Shotaro wildcarded his way through by figuring out how to direct that energy and doing his badass slow walk towards the enemy, they combined. <laughs> yeah, glorious moments like that, I love this show. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, but, I mean, uh, okay, I, I, I don't I, disregard I'm, any of the suits are terrible yeah. because they have multiple forms. I mean, Ghost had a lot of forms with the different jackets. I loved yeah. all of them. I'm just going to bring up this, which uh, a few of my female friends... They think Double is the best show because it involves two male characters who spend a lot of time together, are partners, and join their bodies. If you watch that show, this show for this reason, I don't blame you. 
Even I ship no, them. Even I ship these two. I can't. I... <laughs> they have so many romantic scenes together. At the last episode where they reunite. It's so oh. sweet. In, in the movie, um, Connor Axel and uh, I forget her. We are the main, the landlady. Are, yeah, okay, they start. They start actually dating, and they watch fireworks together. It's a sweet romantic scene. And Philip and Shelter got together. It's Philip and Shelter in the background making jokes and leaning towards each other. Like I'm just letting the background kiss them already. Wait, did I just <laughs> ship two guys? Eh, kiss them already. <laughs> yeah, Philip, you should be able to look this up and realize what he's doing. Shelter, stop peeking in the closet. Come on, Shelter, stop hiding. Just do it already. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if you want to watch this show for pretty boy Japanese guys, go right ahead. I mean, I like I said, Shotaro is a male model. Yeah. Isn't Shotaro like a singer? I don't think he is. I know he's a model. Mm. Um, I'm going to say this. It's because of this show that I have trilbies and fedoras. I, no, I would like yeah. to say one other thing is that the music is also phenomenal. Oh yes, uh, very rarely does a comedy have bad music. This one doesn't have like solid A music, but a lot of it is really good. And they love to do the theme song power up. Like we powered up to this new form. Play that theme song as we beat the crap of this guy. And then he punches his fist in the rhythm of the music. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish. Yeah, that'd be music. Yeah, um, especially with the techno beat. <laughs> <laughs> I need this week faster. <laughs> so, Comrade Double is about fifty episodes if you don't count the movie. Um, Generally, they are all around fifty. I yeah, find forty-seven to fifty-two on average. I want to say. Um, like we said, this has a movie and two side movies. These movies are canon to the story. That doesn't always happen. Um, Commander O's... Again, I'm looking at you. Yeah, Commander O's, the one after it, had a movie, which is not canon. Um, there's also oh, a... a Double has also appeared in... as a main character in two crossover movies, uh, with the one before and O's. The weird thing is... The O's part of the O's double crossover movie is non-canon, but the double part is canon. Wrap your heads around that. Look, I would just like to say this. If you're going to go look at the movies, mm. it's a very good one. It's the one with Gaim, and it shows up the previous writers and Gaim back. And if you just want to see what the suits, some of the suits are, yeah, go check out that movie. It's, the... well, it's a good movie, and it shows up a lot of the suits. Showa versus Heisei you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, I recommend that one. It might be a bit confusing if you know nothing about Kamen Rider, but what I recommend is just look up uh, um, Kamen Rider Henshin and just look at the different Henshins from all the years. That's another way to do it. Yeah, watch all the suits progress through costume design, uh, filming techniques, special effects, because they used to just do a obvious jump cut <laughs> to suit transformation. Now they do massive CGI effects of the suit wrapping around the person or bursting out of their skin. Oh, well, that brings cool. me to an interesting question, M. Mm. What is your favorite henshin? Kabuto's. Yeah, in the cast-off system, that is... No, 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 no. In the uh, Kabuto movie, uh, Godspeed Love, when he's walking through the desert and henshining, the suit slowly forms in hexagons and it actually flattens his clothes down. You get to see the CGI of his clothes smooshing where the suit would crush it. And it looks so... It's just amazing. My favorite is the... Fies. Uh, oh yeah, I, I like... I've got a lot of issues with this if, story, you, if you mean uh, suits transformation in general is not like my favorite henshin I've ever seen. Uh... Well, I just let you say what Fies does while you're thinking. If he activates the the henshin device and the red lines form along his body as the lights, and yeah. then from that out forms the armor encasing him in it. Uh, it's just this glorious thing to watch, especially yeah, in the movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't really know what my favorite just general suit henshin is. I guess mm-hmm. I still have to go Kabuto. Um, Fair enough. 
Yeah. So I think we should wrap this episode up here. So yeah. I hope everyone's enjoyed the first episode of Hyper Battle. Um, of course, if you want to enjoy more Jedi Dropouts, just type in Jedi Dropouts into YouTube, Google Play, Podbean. Podcast, Podbean, whatever. Yeah. And if you want to hear more of just me and Soul, you can look us up for... Um, where, where can we find me and you? Uh, we are currently on YouTube on my channel, Soul217. And we are also on Podbean at the current moment. I may be looking into making a Facebook account for it. All right. Uh, we're... When it's just usually me and Soul, it's triggering chaos. Uh, do you want to explain what our general program is there? Well, I started off using Wasted Potential to find shows, ep- movies, comics, what have you, anything in particular that we can make a topic out of, and find what is what I call it Wasted Potential of what could have, what went wrong and what I would do or you would do to fix said show or episode or movie, whatever have you. To try and give you an example of how outside thinking can solve a problem inside of something. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I've sounded a bit weird, my sound system's been a bit off. I'm hearing yeah, myself. Yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, um, this is not as... I, like I said, it's a Jedi dropout. Technical problems are abound, so... I'm learning this very quickly. <laughs> Damn ninjas. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a reference to our last show that just went up, our Waste of Potential Naruto. Naruto. Oh boy, um, if you thought me and Sora are just nice, happy-go-lucky guys... <laughs> uh, that's where the insanity kicks in. Yeah. Um, so, I hope everyone's enjoyed this. Pretty soon, Final Form will return to its normal functions, as will Jedi Dropouts. But uh, if you guys have enjoyed Hyper Battle, which I have to call it like that, <laughs> if I don't, I'm pretty sure I'll explode. But yeah, uh, if you enjoyed Hyper Battle, there will maybe more around. I may bring Soul into this. But uh, expect not just Comrade, but uh, Super Sentai, Metal Heroes, and general other things. And with that, I wish you a good day. Adios, people. Hey, guys, this is Ryan from Jedi Dropouts. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you just heard, you can listen to full episodes of Jedi Dropouts, Final Form, and other podcasts from Jedi Dropouts Productions over on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to give us a review on iTunes. It means so much to us. And don't forget to drop out.